Pigweed here from Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill. Today we drink a juicy IPA and do a five for five. Hello and welcome to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill. Good evening, Crow Hill. Good evening, Pigweed. Cheers. Cheers. What do you think about a five for five? Yeah, I think it's time for a five for five. We have a list of topics. You know, I remember at one time you thought that we weren't going to have enough topics to talk about, and here we're. we're I think past... that was two hundred and fifty episodes ago. <laughs> right, and we have too many topics to talk about <laughs> because things just happen too fast, and there's too much craziness in the world. So sometimes we just got to crank through a few and get rid of them. And sometimes we'll just go through our list and go, you know what? I think we can knock that out in five. Yeah, and some of them. Some of them we, we got to talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, so. All right, but first, we're yeah. still going to do a beer review. And, yeah, so Sam Adams, yeah. Wicked Hazy, you know, they, this this new hazy IPA craze, I mm-hmm. don't really get it, but uh, it did seem to come from uh, New England, and uh, 6.8, and, uh, yeah, sometimes it is a little, they are a little juicy. Yeah, so my, my impression of Sam Adams, when they do some style, they tend to hit the style right down the middle. That's been my experience. Like, I, yeah, with, I other, with other breweries, they... They push it. They make it weird. When Sam Adams does a style, when they do a brown ale, doggone it, it's a brown ale. And when they do, when they do something else, it's like they are hitting that style right on the nose. So I'm kind of curious because you know, the hazy being, IPA, right, being a a, a large market mm-hmm. uh, brewer, you know, they're not they're not Budweiser, but they're not mom and pop around the corner. You know yeah, I mean? and the interesting thing about Sam Adams, they make you know the Boston Lager is good and all that kind of stuff, but they also if you go to some uh, kind of boutique liquor stores, you get the Sam Adams Bombers. Yeah. They have a lot of interesting styles. They, that they do. do. They do a lot yeah. of interesting stuff. And, uh, yeah, no, do see, and, and, and it might just be one season. You'll never see it again. Right. You know? they, and so so they, do, is, they do have uh, that aspect to it, but this is uh, going to be their mainstream, I suppose. The, Pretty powerful. It's a 6-8. It yeah. This, so this is, you know, once again, yeah, this, like you said, it's, it's kind of, it's like right exactly, exactly. what I would expect from yeah. a hazy New England, a IPA. hazy juicy New England IPA. It's hazy, it's juicy, it's got that fresh hop aroma, but it's not crazy in any way. It's right straight well, down the middle of the style. Uh, let me see. It doesn't really get into the specifics of the hops, but uh, yeah, it's delicious. But it's very good. I like it. I, I think Sam Adams is just incredibly reliable and does it does a good job. But. Okay, and three, two, one, you're on the clock. All right, so the first one, GameStop, yeah. Wall Street Bets, all that crazy. I ain't cat. I mean, it was, it was front page for days and days and days, but since I don't know enough about uh, Wall Street, I, you know, I, I, I tried to ignore it the first couple of days, it won't, the story won't go away. Right. So what the heck is going on? Right, so here's, here's my understanding of it. So Wall Street Bets is an investment group on Reddit, Yeah. and they... They're just a bunch of uh, people who want to invest and they want to learn stuff. And they noticed that the hedge funds were shorting GameStop. Now, shorting, let me explain shorting. Yeah, this, this, this is, is little, yeah. So, an investor borrows a stock, sells the still, stock. I don't get that to begin yeah, with. Okay, right. So, they, they borrow the stock, they sell the stock, and then buy it to return it to the lender. So, for example, I borrow your snow shovel. Yeah. Okay. And I go out and I find a guy who's willing to pay me 20 bucks for the snow shovel. Good. And I say, I just saw snow shovels on sale at Home Depot for 15 bucks. Yeah. So I think, So when, sure. the, guy, when the guy wants his shovel back. Yeah, when you want your shovel back, 
I'll go buy one for 15 bucks, give it back to you, and I made five bucks. Okay. Okay. So I'm relying on the fact that the price is going to stay low. But then I go to Home Depot and find out snow shovels are 30 bucks now, and uh -huh. now I lose 10 bucks on the deal. Uh -huh. Okay. So, so that's risky. It is risky. But that's the idea of short selling. You, you're short selling because you are assuming that the value of the stock is going to go down. So now imagine that instead of buying one, I borrow a million snow shovels. And then get my pals in the media to convince everybody that snow shovels are crap and you should never buy one. And demand for snow shovels plummets and the price goes down and I make a killing on it. Okay, That's what people say the big hedge funds have been doing with stocks. That yeah. They pick some stock, GameStop or whatever it is. They short sell it. And then they or get. How about this? Uh, uh, Toys R Us. Yeah, exactly. And right, so I'm thinking about. I've never, I didn't see any nefarious behavior in this before. But then you hear stories about. Well, you know, with the internet, uh, you know, people just aren't going to Toys R Us anymore. Nobody really wants to go there. Uh, everybody's buying their toys online, and right, and then yeah. now, after you've already shorted. And now people are going, I better dump my Yeah. I better dump my Toys R Us. So so the, the the story is that the hedge funds have taken companies that were doing okay and basically driven them out of business by using these kinds of tactics. So that, that because they, there's this like collusion going on between the hedge funds and between their friends and the media. They start short selling Toys R Us and then the media starts saying, Oh, Toys R Us isn't doing so well, blah blah blah. And then what happens is the hedge fund makes a lot of money. The people who own Toys R Us sell it and make a lot of money, but the workers all get fired. And, uh, mm -hmm. and so, so this is a lot of people see the hedge funds as vultures. They, they, and these guys on Wall Street bets, they notice the hedge funds taking massively short positions. And what it's something along the lines. I'm not sure I understand this, but it's something along the lines <laughs> Help me. of borrowing more of the stock than even existed. Now, I don't understand how that can happen, but like, let's say there's only a million shares of GameStop in existence, and I borrow, whatever that means, <laughs> two million shares of the stock. You know, I, I don't know how that happens, but somehow it does. So Wall Street Bets saw this massively short position that the hedge funds were taking on so GameStop. They, 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 so they could just tell by the movement of money what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, they're, they're, they're obviously not announcing it to anybody. Exactly. But, I mean, right. but if you're in the know, you see where the money's being spent. That's right. Yeah. So they see this, and then they say, well, "This is an opportunity. We'll start buying the stock, which causes the stock price to rise, which creates huge losses for the hedge funds." So, so when they when, so when they have to sell back, yeah, uh, or buy back. Yes, they have to buy it at a higher uh, price, and more then than what they just paid. Exactly. And when so, you're talking about millions of show, snow shovels, it starts to add up. Yes. Now, up to this point, I'm totally fine with this. It's speculators speculating, and it's everybody going at one another. It's just the market, free market, and if they lose their money, well, that's their own fault because they took a risk. Okay, yeah. fine. Now, here's the problem. Yeah. The retail trading platforms like Robinhood and, and, and several others stopped allowing people to buy the stocks. You could only because, sell. Yeah, they were trying to protect the hedge funds. So stopping selling the stock should have caused the stock price to plunge. Because if more people are allowed to sell than to buy, then the price will drop. So it seems what they were doing is they were taking these actions specifically to save the hedge funds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not 100% sure that that's...
the case, because uh, I've heard guys, I've heard guys argue, you know, for the stability of the market, dip it down, and I'm going, yeah, but this guy could be a shill. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So investors are furious about this, and one of the, this is the sort of thing, I heard this comment one place I thought was pretty interesting. This is the sort of thing that feeds populism. Because it feeds the belief yeah. that the system is rigged yeah. for the big guys, yeah. the hedge funds, the people who own the and stock. So you're, so you're right. and so people are cheering the the Wall Street bets guys, the yeah. Reddit guys, who uh, who are little guys who no, don't get to participate in it, sticking it to the man. Yes, exactly. So so I kind of like that, mm. and I'd, I'd like to see a full investigation. And one thing that's very interesting about this is both Ted Cruz and AOC have come out against. Uh, okay, I don't know if that's good or bad. Not uh, exactly. Interesting. All right, All right so time's on. up. Number two. Now this one's a little weird. All right. This gets into evolutionary psychology and and all the speculative stuff. So I'm not trying to claim that this is true, okay? Yeah, because just, nothing about evolutionary psychology is is true or false. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just an idea. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, it's usually a pretty interesting thought. It's, it's impossible. Exactly. This all this is is an interesting thought. No. I'm not trying to say any of this is true. It's just a thought experiment. All right. So, all right. So a man, no, a woman. I'm sorry. A woman knows that a child is hers, but a man has faith. That the child is his. Okay, right? Yeah, okay, right. Fair enough. And jealousy serves different purposes in in pair bonded species. In the males, it's about uncertainty of paternity. Yeah. And in the females, it's about ensuring that she and the child will have the resources they need. Because so, if the man's going off helping the other lady, you know, then she's not going to get other offspring in other places that he's got to commit his resources to. Exactly. So now, in some pair bonded species, the alpha male keeps a harem. And he mate guards the females while they're ovulating. Now, in some species, women, dis- the females, display when they're ovulating. It's, okay. it's obvious. Yeah, Every, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows. Right. Now, it's not so obvious in humans. But in some species, like in chimps and things, it's, it's pretty obvious. Now, if that's the case, you have to wonder, how do the beta males ever have... Um, ever have offspring? And the, and the answer is they sneak around. Okay? They, they, <laughs> they, they, they cheat. Now... It's, it's been fairly well demonstrated, supposedly, this is, I'm, I'm not saying this is true, this is just what people are saying, that women prefer the sexy, dominant male while they're ovulating, but the more stable, nice guy male when they're not. Okay. Now, there are reasons for that, complicated evolutionary psychology reasons for that. Might be true, might not. I'm not claiming either way. This is all just the thought experiment. Right, but it makes sense, right? Doesn't it? It does. Uh, yes, it does. Which is a lot of the evolutionary psychology. Like, we can't really run tests on this. Exactly. But yeah, it kind of makes some sense. It makes some sense that that the woman wants the best genes available for her child. Yes, she and wants that's to be the, right. the dominant male. Okay. Now, so then, so that the idea is that that women, human women, well, I guess that follows. Human <laughs> women, but but uh, that they that they want they're more attracted to the the masculine alpha male type when they're ovulating, and they're more attracted to the less masculine beta male type when they're not ovulating. And now introduce the pill. Yes. Now here's where it gets interesting, because once people start messing with their hormones, yeah, right, which is what the pill does, then that changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. So here's the experiment. That's, that was all kind of background. Here's the, here's the thought experiment. Has the pill changed what women like in men? Yeah. Right. And, and therefore, yeah. has the pill contributed to 
the sort of demasculinization of men, because it's it's unquestionable if you look at the statistics, men have less testosterone, men men are are much less masculine than they've been in the past. So is this some sort of a a strange biological consequence to the pill? Well, because uh, Dave's theory of culture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is uh, uh, yes, men. Men will do what they need to do to get laid. <laughs> right. So if, if what's required is to dress up and be responsible and buy flowers and have a nice car, that's what you'll do. Or, that, or if, if the more masculine guy was the guy who was getting laid more, yeah. then men would tend towards that. Then men that. would tend towards being more masculine. That's right. So are we selecting... Are we because we're monkeying around? Yeah, because we're monkeying around with. The, are we? So anyway, that's that's the bottom of that, and I think we're uh, we're out of time on that one. So it's just a thought experiment. Number three, Democrats ramp up pressure on the Biden administration to get rid of student loans. Yeah. So you know. So right now, well, Biden has already kind of laid down his ten thousand dollar federal relief, but. Warren and Schumer, no, 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 we want to cancel $50,000. So the question is, there's student loans well, there's two things. and there's, there's student loans. There's, there's the principle of it, yeah. and the other thing is, what, most, I don't know what the percentage of people that have private loans over federal loans, right. but they, you can't cancel private loans. Right. So what, so what, only half, only the people that, that count on the government yeah. get rewarded or not really, yeah, re- re- so, so bailed it's, out. It's, it's a problem any way you cut any it. Way you any cut way it. you cut it. So, so the idea being, I took out this stupid loan that now I regret, and the government has to come bail me out. That's what they call, there's, there's, a, there's a word for this, a, a moral, um, I forget the word, but it's, it's you're, you're creating a situation where people know in advance that they're not going to be responsible for the consequences of their actions, and that's which just is fundamentally awful. Yes. Now the, the thing is, then they they talk about it in terms of uh, corona relief. How about uh, you know, like what they're saying about 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 mortgages? We're going to give you a break. You don't have to pay less. We're just going to tack it onto the end. Right, so, exactly. Right? So let's yeah. just say, well, times are tough now. You don't have to pay. You make your make your monthly payment for six months, but you know you still got to pay it all back. Well, that see, seems that, like that wasn't fair. that wasn't what my mortgage company told me. So I I was kind of curious about it to wonder if I was missing out on an opportunity. So I yeah. called I called my mortgage company, and they said, well, yes, we can we can like you don't have to pay for the next three months, but then on the fourth month, you got to pay all four of those bills. Oh, thanks a lot. It was, exactly. It wasn't like they were going to tack it onto the end. Yeah. They were just well, that say, doesn't do anybody any good. Doesn't do any good at all. Yeah. Because how are you going to? Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Right. It's like, so let's just say I am out. Uh, 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 my 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 business is closed for six months. It opens back up. Now I got my job back. Oh, now I have six months worth of mortgage payments <laughs> coming in. <And> that... <laughs> exactly. This is crazy. It's crazy. But so so this idea of forgiving student loans. First of all, just, I think. Yeah, just, First of all, the, the, the problem here is we've created an artificially high market for college. There shouldn't be... We have too many people in college. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. That's part of the problem. Too many people in college. Another part of the problem is college rates are absurd. 
Because yes, it's so expensive because we're driving so many people in telling everybody that they everybody has to go to college and, and so now the schools it's just also you know it's basic supply and demand and we're making it seem easier than it really is oh you don't have to pay it all now you can just get a loan and yeah. pay it back later that makes it seem easier so you have a bunch of kids and their stupid parents well, what kind of parent over. what let's say i was just talking to mowgli last night i'm like but, but what his options are and yeah. i'm like you do understand how many people come out of college with n never had a job in their life. They owe $200,000 before they get their first job. Yeah. Is that what you want? And you understood that, right. that you know, okay, that's not what I yeah. want. And then but, but how many kids are in that position? Yes, exactly. Now, and then we we're going to reward it? So, so here's, here's the, uh, a frequent problem. Is you say, oh, well, you're studying engineering. You know, you're going to get this debt, but you're going to get a good job as an engineer, and you'll be able to pay that off really fast because, you know, because you're an engineer, right? Okay, fine. Maybe you don't finish your degree. Or maybe you finish your degree, and you don't get a job as an engineer, you get a job as a school teacher or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So this idea of making all these assumptions about the future and then getting into this ridiculous debt, mm -hmm. sat, starting maybe off your I, life. Maybe if you've, if you've done really well in pre-med... And now you're going to take a loan out for medical school? Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. A couple hundred thousand dollars in debt, you'll, you'll get over that. You'll probably get over but that. But it doesn't work for everybody. Exactly. And the real problem, the real problem is not that we need to forgive student debt. That what we really should do is to get fewer people to go to college and force the price of college down. The price of college is outrageous. It's, it's risen way faster than inflation. We need and bulldoze drivers and, and, and uh, AC guys. Yeah. And, uh, yes. We, we who, need can, who, who, you know, you get in a union, this is good. I, we, we, we print the agreement books for bulldozer drivers. And, uh, right. You they know what? Money? You're going to do just fine. Yeah? Yes. Yes. All right. So, yeah. So, we need to, we need to quit with this propping up a failed education system. That's paying. That's charging absurd oh, yeah. rates, and with all now, the is stupid it, is federal it, is loans. It, stuff. Uh, right? Uh, is it? I would say get rid of federal loans altogether. Get rid of student loans altogether. Either pay for it or don't go. Mm -hmm. That that would be. Or at least, or at least, uh, you know, private loan. Exactly. If you want to get a private loan, that's your business. But I think the federal government should get one hundred percent out right. of the student loan business. Uh, but I'm okay with. In fact, there's the uh, what is it? The Pell Grant. Yeah. They're federal. Just straight up grants, right? You know, you find somebody that, that, that's clear, that clearly it seems like they're a worthy and deserving investment. Yeah. Uh, all right, there you go. Grants are fine, and not only are they fine, I would be in favor of states saying, if you get such and such GPA and you pass this test, we will pay for your for your education. Uh -huh. I think that would be fantastic, and that would be a good way to bring up people who. Uh, who strive hard and do well, but don't have the money to. You get know into what? In, uh, in uh, Baltimore City, Johns Hopkins. I mean, just top of the line yeah. university. Right. If you graduate from uh, a public high school, yeah, and you get accepted into Johns Hopkins, yeah, it's a free ride. Wow. Th yeah. that's great. Thing is, you know, coming well, who, out pay, who pays for it? John Hopkins. Okay. But I mean, the thing is, it's only five, it's only five. It's Five or six guys. Yeah. Right, right? I mean, it's very hard to get into. Mm -hmm. The top people are coming out of private schools who yep. get into Hopkins. And if you can graduate from a Baltimore City high school and qualify 
then you know what? Daggone it. I think it's great. It. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> you'd be our man of the week, yeah. Jones Hopkins. Crowhill here. If you like Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill, please like it, share it, give us a good review, tell your friends about it, put it on Facebook, all that good stuff. We like to do the show, but we're not so great at the social media promotion, so we'd like to ask our fans if they could help us out with that. Thank you so much. And now back to the show. All right, so what's what's the next one? Oh my gosh, I'm so sick of awards. Oh, of the, awards. The, 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 the awards have become so political that they are now pointless. Yes. And what is, you know, when, when Obama got his Nobel Peace Prize, even he was like, Really? What for? What? What did I do? He, he, All he it, did was say a few things. No, no. He, it, yes, and it was. It's it's done in the spring. Yeah. He was inaugurated in January, mm-hmm. so it was. You're not George Bush. You get a peace prize. Right. And then at that time, that week, he sent forty thousand men into Afghanistan to yeah. fight the good war because he wanted to. You know, he thought he thought that was the good war, and Iraq was the bad war. He's going to draw out of there. I mean, you literally went to war the week you got. Yeah. The, so even he thought that was dumb. But what's got it to my what <laughs> brought it up is, yeah. How about our, who's our new Nobel Peace Prize? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, BLM? Are you kidding me? No, well, I mean they're they're the nomination. Okay. So so I think so Obama got a Peace Prize for doing nothing but saying some nice things. Trump uh, negotiated historic Middle East peace agreements. That, that nobody thought was possible. Nobody thought was because, even possible. Because of the, uh, uh, what's Kerry's first name? John. The John Kerry, uh, you know, genius of geopolitical of geopolitical world, told everybody, it's common knowledge that unless you solve the Palestinian problem first, you're yeah. not going to get anywhere else in the Middle East. And they said, you know what, we're going to go a different route. Yeah, and boom, 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 sort of knocking out agreements between. Did I ever tell you about that French that French word? Is I don't remember what the word is, but it means staircase wit. Yeah, it's, right. it's when it's when you say something and then you're walking down the staircase and say, oh, "Gosh, I should have said this." Right. When you asked me John Kerry's first name, I really should have said Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so so yes, Trump uh, defied the passed on conventional yes. wisdom. And got these historic. historic. Oh, there's peace. no, there is no doubt if he was a Democrat, yeah. zero doubt that, that he, he gets the Nobel Peace and, Prize. And we all know why he didn't get the Nobel Peace Prize because he's Donald Trump. Because he's Donald Trump. That's because it. it's so. so, so that's, that shows how pointless the awards are. Right. Uh, how about the Oscars? Uh, Al, first off, Al Gore wins an Oscar, which is just now, ridiculous. So wait a minute. Honestly, I am so ignorant of awards programs. Oscars are, what are they for? Yeah, the motion picture. Okay. Emmys are television. Okay. So, so first off, first, the, the fact that he, you know, for a non-movie that just... Is it a documentary or something? Yeah, that yeah. just, you know, easily refuted, but, mm-hmm. you know, touched the right buttons. And now, uh, after we got Oscars so white, now we've got all of this political, uh, uh, racial thematic criteria to the Oscar. Oscars are done. So Nobel Peace Prize is done. Oscars are done. Cuomo gets my folders. Uh, Cuomo gets an Emmy for his TV performance. Well, what, what did he what, do? What, what, what did he do on TV? He, just such a fantastic job of coming on TV every day and, and explaining what a fantastic job he was doing uh, 
with the uh, with the coronavirus. With the coronavirus, but she actually wasn't doing a fantastic. No, job no, no. With the this is this is. Well, you said you wanted to do something on gaslighting. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that soon. The ultimate gaslighting is that the mayor, that the governor, that has done the very worst job is first off, he writes a book about his how great he did, right. and everybody praises the book. Yeah. Then he. Uh, Gets an Emmy, which some of these nobody ever even heard of for press, <laughs> for basically press for press conferences <laughs> right. for such for giving such good TV, uh, and uh, you know all, all the celebrities coming out going. So just 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 real quick. So if you look at who has the the countries with the worst death numbers right. per million people, you've got Belgium at fourteen hundred, Peru twelve hundred, Spain, Italy nine hundred nine hundred nine hundred. Uh, New York is sixteen hundred. So if New York was a country, wow, it would be it would be the, the worst. worst country in the whole world. And so, one, so if if the if if the um, if, if the press is going to cover for you, okay, I expect that. Yeah, liberal press and that. But to actually gaslight and flip it over and say not only did he not not do such a bad job. He actually did the best job. <laughs> and we're going to give him an award. So he gets an award for that. I remember, I love Bob Dylan. I yep. love his music. Yep. I remember he got the Nobel Prize for Literature. Really? And now, supposed to be, I thought it was the best literature for that year, but it was more of like a Lifetime Achievement Award for Literature to Bob. All right, so that's that's another Nobel. Uh, time Person of the Year. So you saw that, right? So yeah. So so uh, the person of the year. You know, a lot of times people think that person of the year means like we like this person, but not necessarily because like and Hitler that's okay. Or that person, like, which is okay. Yeah. Right? Who, right. who makes the who, most? Who impact? made the most impact? Right. Uh, yeah. So so two people who did not campaign, right. who had no interesting ideas, never proposed anything. Yeah. Just, just sat in their basement and and, and said, "I'm and, not Donald Trump." And said, "I'm not Donald Trump." Right. That makes you the uh, person of the year. <laughs> Where'd you get this one? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> there's this. So somebody has photoshopped Xi Jinping's face in, in between. between. <laughs> That's great. I love it. So the person of the year, which is st stupid anyway, because Gosh, two people would, can't. I would want to frame that and put it in my office. That is fantastic. <laughs> I, 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 I love, love it. the way his face is just muscled. <laughs> Good old in Winnie there. the Pooh, yeah. right in there, in between them. Uh, and I was, and one last thing, Kurt Schilling, who is by all the numbers. Deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. What did he do? He supported Trump or something? Yep. And so he's and, and well, you know what? He did kind of push it. He actually he actually went so far as to basically praise the the Capitol riots. Oh. However, nobody else goes in. No, no. We don't dig through. You know, Babe Ruth wasn't such a great guy. Ty yeah. Cobb was a real piece of crap. But all you're doing in baseball is looking at the numbers. Well, not anymore. Now no. you're not just looking at the numbers. Now you have to look at the person's political at the social beliefs. Score. And so he, uh, yeah, so he may never get into the Hall of Fame. Huh. So awards, yeah, are useless and pointless. Yeah, nah. absolutely, absolutely. Call him a jerk if he praised the uh, attack on the Capitol. Fine, but that's that doesn't necessarily have to do with his career, his his profession. So, all right, number five. What is right wing? Now I, I did a search a while ago. Where I picked a couple of phrases that show up in the news from time to time, like right wing politician, yeah. right wing publication, yeah. right wing, yeah, from the, the right wing website, so and so. Exactly right. So I went went to a search engine, and I put quotes around right wing whatever, 
and I would search it and I would get the number. And I would do left wing whatever and search yeah. it and get the number. Yeah. And every single time, the number of times people referred to right wing something was way, way more mm -hmm. than the number of times they would refer to left wing something. Now, that doesn't, you know, a distribution curve shouldn't work that way. If, if there's... If there's 20% uh, on the right wing and there's 20% on the left wing... Right wing commentator. So exactly. So. But nobody says left wing commentator. Uh, yeah. So they say anti-fascist group Antifa. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't qualify, you're, you are openly calling for the destru destruction of America as an anarchist. Nah, I don't know. They're just voicing their opinions. <laughs> yeah. But so this... this um, what does right wing mean? I guess right wing means anything that the left wing media can says, says that they're not comfortable with. That's right wing. You, you say I think that we should uh, enforce uh, uh, immigration laws. Yeah. Right wing. Yeah. yeah. Not, which, which doesn't even which doesn't even qualify as conservative, much less right wing. That's just like follow the law. But but I'm going to ask our our viewers just to pay attention to this for the next couple of weeks. Look at how many times. People say right-wing whatever, and then ask yourself, when was the last time you heard anybody say left-wing whatever? It doesn't happen. No, and it seems like all, all you have to do is be like if pro-cop, pro-military, uh, a flag waver, yeah. uh, pro-Western civilization, uh, which used to be just like a normal American. Yeah. Is now not just not a conservative, right wing. Right, right, right. So when you inf when you do that, it's disparaging, yeah. right? You're already saying, "All right." And so on. Uh, uh, my guest today, a right wing author, great, uh, <laughs> yeah. Crow Hill. Well, you've wait a minute. You're already painting this yeah. in your own way, and which, all in, without defining it in any sense. Which which but might clearly, which, yes, which might be fine, if. They were fair about it. Like yeah. there is a right wing and there is a left wing. Yeah. Like in any in any situation, you're going to have a distribution. There's going to be people who are extreme to the left and people who are extreme to the right. So fine, it might be helpful in some circumstances to identify the people who are on the extreme right and the people who are on the extreme left. Fine, I get that. That's yeah. fine. Right. Just be fair about it. And and they're not. They're absolutely <laughs> they're not. not. They so, never say left wing. And so what got my attention was that the Proud Boys mm -hmm. were declared by the Canadian government to be uh, domestic terrorists. Okay. And what, what have they done? Have they blown anything up? I don't, I don't know a lot about the Proud Boys, but like, what, what have they done that's terrorized anybody? I mean, well, okay, that's, that's actually not a good question because people are such pussies nowadays. <laughs> you, could, you couldn't find a better word. Yeah, no, I, I really couldn't. I tried. I, I worked to come up with a better word. But, but you know, people are terrorized by the slightest little thing that, yeah. okay, may, maybe the Proud Boys are terrorizing some people, pajama boys hiding in their basements yeah. with a cup of hot chocolate. But uh, why? What did they do? Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think uh, some of them were... Well, a lot of them were definitely at the rally. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of them were, were part of breaching the the, the, the capital. Okay. But uh, what they don't like to say, so you know about the Proud Boys? 
Oh, I don't know much about it. I know. All right, so let me, let me give you a quickie because I okay. was I was fully aware of Proud Boys way before they ever got in the news, only because I was listening to Gavin McInnes's podcast and mm-hmm. he started the Proud Boys. Yeah, uh, but, but he was never that leader. He, he kept emphasizing, "I'm not. Nobody's in charge. I'm not in charge. I, I don't tell anybody what to do. I just started the group, and the group was basically very silly, a very macho kind of just men's group." Guys drinking beer who, like America, wave the flag, support Donald Trump, think Western civilization is good. And don't masturbate. Wasn't that one oh, of that's right. Yeah, that yeah. Is a, they do have a kind of a, well, at least cut down on the masturbation. <laughs> but only to encourage the guys to get out there and get some action right, and not yeah. sit at home and watch TV. Right. You know, and, and so, so I guess so, the yeah. point behind that is, is, look, quit being a little baby yeah. Get, get out there and be a man. Yes, that yes. is the point. And so, do you know what the initiation is? This is going to be, it's, it's brutal. I don't even know if I should say it. Okay. All right? No. It's uh, a bunch of your buddies get to punch you in the arms and legs until you name five cereals that you can think of. Wow, that's hard. <laughs> that's the initiation? Yes, because it's all just a joke. Okay. It's just, really, it's a joke. Okay. And, okay, they don't allow women. Okay. All right. So that means the definition of that means what? By definition, they have to be sexist and right. misogynist. Right. They must hate, actually hate women. To to if you have a men's club where it's just for men, it's because you hate you know, women. Like the Knights of Columbus, or yeah, or the Freemasons, yeah. or and, any of those like guys, that. Or, yeah. the 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 guys with the fezes, uh, you know. The, <laughs> yeah, but the, the Lions Club. What's know. what's the what's the uh, the the Commercials they're always having with the kids, uh, the disabled kids. Yeah, the, right. Yeah, yeah. The, yes. Those, those yeah, guys men's are clubs. All men's yeah, club, yeah. yeah. So, so first off, yeah. But because they're so now, this is how it works. You're you're pro West because mm-hmm. you think that the West has given the world modernity, which kind of has. Yeah. Uh, and you're pro America. You're proud to. Stand for the flag, right? And uh, you voted for Donald Trump. So, those factors mean that you are a threat to America, huh. and you should be designated as a terrorist. However, if you actually burn the American flag, <laughs> if you, if you and declare federal, that you hate it, de- attack federal, attack federal buildings in Portland, then that's that's not a terrorist right. group. Yeah. A, and now, so there, the only violence that these people ever engage in is to fight Antifa. Hmm. They deliberately go out. Now, in fact, they get this some confuses me. This confuses me because I saw a story just today that apparently a bunch of Proud Boys and a bunch of and Black Lives Matter guys like had a joint press conference. Okay, saying we're, we're okay. We're, no, no, oh. we're, we're okay with each other. Uh-huh. Well, the thing is, there there are plenty of black guys and Latino guys and gay guys in Proud Boys. In Proud Boys, right. but they're called white supremacists. Because they're pro America, pro pro Western so much civilization. Of these words, so much of these words. We're gonna have to cover this in the gaslighting episode. But so much of these words mean nothing anymore. Yeah. Somebody says white supremacist. I am and so it's like, sick. What are you talking about? The, the guy's anything. married to a black person, and the guy's married to an Asian. You're saying they're a white supremacist? What are you talking about? No, these words. These no. words mean nothing. It's 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 uh, how dumb people sound smart yeah. or think they do. Yeah. And so, uh, right, so, yeah, so the Proud Boys engage in some violence, but only to beat up Antifa, 
And, uh, well, we can't have that, can we? What, the government's now going to run cover for Antifa? So we can't let Antifa, who, and who are only out there trying to stop Antifa from burning cities down. <laughs> Well, that, is, that is vigilantism. And then that so makes them the terrorists. You know, so that is vigilantism, and that's that's a problematic in my opinion. But still, it doesn't make them terrorists if they're going around trying to stop... Uh, You're basically trying to stop uh, anarchists other from burning cities down. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, they deserve to get punched but, in the But face. The, the bottom line question here, what is right wing? And the, the, the media is so unfair about the way they use those terms. And if you don't believe me, just go to your just, favorite search engine and look it up yourself because it is so freaking obvious. that. All right, so that's five for five. We've covered everything. Do we have a do man wanna, of the week? Do you want to do a... Let's do a man uh, of the week. Uh, 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 yeah, this one's kind of sad, but... Uh, kind of sad? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But, you know. So, yeah, it is kind of sad. So this Florida waitress finds this this boy who something seems wrong. Like, she's waiting on the table, and and she's just concerned. So she, some, some bruising about his face. And yeah. And, and she yeah. kind of senses that something's wrong going on here. So she passes him a note. Do you need some help? And turns out that the kid is, um, is, is really in trouble and does need yeah, some help. Yeah. And she basically rescues him from this. First time situation. he says no. After a second attempt, the boy signaled yes, and she called nine one one. And uh, so he had bruising around his face and arms. It was twenty pounds underweight. And I just, I just want to say that um, I think most of us just don't want to get involved. Right. Yeah. You know, and you're like. I don't, you know, what am I, I, I'm going to accuse the parents, I don't know, the guys, they they just might have come back from a sledding accident, I mean, who who am I to say, and now I look like a jerk, because I'm bringing the authorities in on these perfectly innocent parents, I think a lot of people think more that way, and she, uh, she took a chance, and, 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 you know, to some extent, some people do, Impose themselves. Yeah, a right. Too so, much. right. So, here, who am I, Karen? You yeah, know, exactly. getting in somebody else's business exactly. that I don't belong in. But, but and, the, and so. I mean, it's a hard balance because on the one it really hand, is. You, you don't want to be Karen, but on the other hand, there there are kids out there who are being abused, and this woman took a risk and went in and stepped up and uh, way to go. Uh, Flav, how do you say that? Wow. Good grace, Flavane Carvalho. She was working at the uh, Mrs. Potato Restaurant, okay, in Orlando. Okay, okay. I didn't know there was such a thing. Give her a big tip. uh, Flavane, you are our man of the week. Good job. Well done. Yes.